Jesse show. Terry, I'm on duty. What about you, my friend? I'm on, I'm on the phone, by the way. Our, our Comrex system went down. Terry, are you there? Terry, well, this is the Terry and Jesse show. My name is Jesse Romero. I'm reporting for duty. Uh, the month of June is dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Let's not forget, let me give you a little reminder here, that in 1693, Sister Margaret Mary Alacoque had the first of four visions uh, with our Lord Jesus Christ. His sacred heart was exposed. Remember, our Lord Jesus Christ was the God-man. He has a human heart, a human heart. And he showed his human heart burning with love for his people. One of the things that we should do is to consecrate ourselves every day to the, uh, to the sacred heart of Jesus, a short little consecration prayer to the sacred heart of Jesus. Uh, consecrate your house your, 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 to the Sacred Heart of Jesus if you've never done so before. You can go on the Internet, uh, Sacred Heart of Jesus Home Enthronement, and it, you print out the prayers, and the father, the husband, and the family leaves the family in a home consecration. All you have to do is buy a, pray, uh, uh, buy a picture of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, have it blessed by a Catholic priest, put it somewhere in the middle of the living room in a prominent place, Decorated with some flowers on candles on the day, and you do uh, 20 minutes of prayer. The, the father leads; he's the priest of the home, and the family responds. And what you do is you consecrate your house to Jesus and Mary. Basically, you're making Jesus Christ King and Lord of your home, your family, and your marriage. Uh, got a couple of good shows today. I want to talk about the U.S. Embassy to the Holy See. They're flaunting a, pro- a progress pride flag. So we have an infiltration going on. We want to talk about that. We're also going to have my brother Johnny Romero, who is the, basically the, the, the first organizer of the Dodger Stadium prayer rally. My brother Johnny will be on with us for segment three and four. But uh, this whole thing fell on his lap, and he uh, started putting it all together. He called me up, his older brother. Obviously, I called my partner Terry Barber and some other people, and, and uh, we've been uh, – pressing forward so we'll give you some we'll give you some inspirational information uh on the dodger prayer rally but uh terry are you, are you there my friend i am i'm having issues with my camera but you can, can you hear me jess yeah i can hear you terry okay brother hey and i'm excited about what we're doing today and you know reparation reparation you know we got a friday of each month what a great day to make sacrifices because of all the sacrileges that are going on and i think this is a sacrilege, what our government is doing in the embassy to the Holy See. But, you know, I just wish we would be more proactive in saying this is offensive to our faith. And I think that what's happened, Jesse, and this is tied into the Dodger Stadium thing, is too many people have been complacent regarding their Christian and Catholic faith to not do anything. And I think now that's changing. So I, I think it's going to be a great show. Also, Jesse, I want to just yeah, the quote of the day by uh, Padre Pio with Bishop Sheen. It's a home run, brother. You're going to love this quote. So we've got quite a bit. My good news story is that there are more uh, people waking up. I just read an article of uh, people waking up and saying this um, homosexual promotion during the they call Pride Month is be- being more rejected by more companies, more people. And I think people have just had enough. And I saw the statistics. Young people are now coming and saying, we don't want this either. So I think we've got to keep going with our prayers and our action. Yeah, Terry. And one of the things that I'm glad is that a lot of Protestants are stepping up to the plate. 
and they're they're backing us up on this, and even a lot of Jews. Uh, yeah. I even heard a lot of Muslims are outraged about this because you know they have they have a diminished view of Jesus, but they do believe he's a prophet, one of their prophets. So uh, they're also offended. The Jews are offended, and, and you know right. they don't accept Christ as the Messiah, and many right. Jews are speaking on our behalf, and the Protestants uh, they're offended. Uh, the, you know, I think a lot of the Protestants is kind of sense, you know, uh, hey, if they attack the Catholics, the largest Christian church in the world, we're next. We better back these guys up or we're next. And so they, I think they see the writing on the wall. What do you think? I, I think you're onto something. And I think, you know, that happened with the Nazis, if you recall. You know, first they came for the Jews, then the Catholics, and on and then, you know, basically everybody. So this is why it's important that we have a Catholic world view of everything in life, Jesse. And this is uh, something that we all need to put attention to. And I know it's easy to complain about things, but I wish we would actually do more of our prayers and our reparation than just say, oh, that's terrible, because we can participate in helping these atrocities become uh, things of the past through our prayers and our actions. It's a two, it's a two punch. It's a two, two, what do you call it? Boxing uh, uh, when you hit your left and your right? One, two, yeah, left, right, left, right. All right, so we gotta do both and we can't just be complainers. It's easy to complain. Get out to Dodger Stadium with us. You know, we want, we're gonna talk more later in the show on that, Jess. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead. If you got any more uh, good news stories or good to know, good to know file, if not, let's get to the soul food for the day. I want to mention just a little bit about Blessed Carlo Acutis. Oh yeah, who's a, a young layman who spent his short life promoting the Eucharistic devotion. Yes. Uh, yeah, Blessed Carlo Acutis, who died in 2006, a young layman. If if uh, he he said the following. Look look what he wrote before he died. Mm-hmm. If we get in front of the sun, we get suntans. But when we get in front of Jesus in the Eucharist, we become saints. Close quote. Carlo Acutis was born in England, but his parents moved back to their native Italy when he was a baby. While still very young, he was drawn to the Eucharist. His parents were not yet particularly devout, but Carlo, insisted to, uh, Carlo started to insist on entering every church they passed to greet Jesus. He asked to make his first communion at the age of seven and faithfully attended daily Mass. Hmm. Carlo was the fun-loving boy who had four dogs, two cats, and lots of goldfish. He (laughs) loved computers and computer games. By his special grace, he knew he would die young. But it did not sadden him. He was eager not to waste his time and devoted himself to works of charity, including working as a catechist from the time he was confirmed at age 11. Soon, Carlo Acutis began to travel to the sites of Eucharistic miracles. He wished to foster belief in the real presence and draw others to the Catholic faith. So he built a website documenting these miracles. It's www.miraculaeucharistici.org. Miraculaeucharistici.org. Carlo died at age 15 from a devastating leukemia. And he said the following before he died, quote, I'm happy to die because I have lived my life without wasting a minute on those things that, 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 that do not please God, close quote. I want to offer a prayer. Uh, blessed Carlo Acutis, pray for us that we may never consider spending, wasting our time here on planet Earth. And we ask you, young man, blessed Carlo Acutis, to aid us by your prayers. Amen. Well, well said, Jesse. Uh, and that's awesome. Let's get some soul food in our soul. Very short gospel. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. Mark 12, 35. 
As Jesus was teaching in the temple area, he said, How do the scribes claim that the, that the, that the Christ is the son of David? David himself, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said the following, quote, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I place your enemies under your feet. Close quote. David himself calls him Lord, so how is he his son? The great crowd heard this with delight, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is the most quoted verse in the entire New Testament. It comes from Psalm 110. Mm -hmm. This is the most quoted verse of the Old Testament found in the New Testament. And initially, what's, hap what's happening here is King David is saying, The Lord, he means God the Father, said to my Lord, that's God the Son, Jesus Christ, Sit at my right hand until I place your enemies under your feet. Remember the Lord, the word Lord is Adonai. It means God. So he's saying, he's, this is what David, King David is saying. Um, Father God said to God the Son, sit at my right hand until I place uh, your enemies under your feet. So King David is calling Jesus prophetically God, Adonai. And so Jesus Christ, I mean, David not only recognized uh this uh, this figure that's in Psalm 110 as the Messiah prophesied uh, the anointed one for the Jews, but this Messiah is also Adonai. It's also he's also God or shares equality with God. That's it, Terry. Awesome, great. Let's uh, let's bring the smartest guy in the room right now, and that's Bishop Sheen, full Sheen ahead. Just I wanted just to mention. I was going to do a Padre Pio quote, but you know we've got the the uh, Sacred Heart. Uh, feast coming up 16th when we're going to be at Dodger Stadium. I just want to quickly, if I can, in a minute and a half, give everybody the promises of the Sacred Heart. Number one, we have devotion to the Sacred Heart. I will give them all the graces necessary in their state and life. That right there, sign me up. Number two, I will establish peace in their homes. Wow. I will comfort them in all their afflictions. Number four, I will be their secure refuge during life and above all in death. Sign me up. Number five, I will bestow abundant blessings upon all their undertakings. Number six, sinners will find in my heart the source of infinite ocean of mercy. Sounds like devotion to the uh, divine mercy. Uh, number seven, lukewarm souls shall become fervent. Number eight, fervent souls shall quickly mount to high perfection. Number nine, I will bless every place in which the image of my heart is exposed. We're going to bring those to Dodger Stadium, that's for sure. Number nine, number ten. I will give Greece the gift of touching the most hardened hearts. All right, Jesse, I think we're at, uh, I, I, I don't have a clock in front of me, but I think we're right at the end. What are we going to yeah, talk about? Killing. Yeah, we're going to talk about, Terry, in an infiltration over at the, at the Holy See, the U.S. Embassy's flying the pride flag. Uh, wow. Because of Joe Biden, we appointed a uh, LGBT ambassador. We'll talk about the infiltration. Awesome. <laughs> Stick around. Section uh, three and four, we're going to be talking about the Dodgers Valley with my brother, Johnny Romero, who is the primary coordinator. We're back to Terry and Jesse's show. Hey, you notice I got my red shirt for the for the month of uh june i got my i got my sacred heart of jesus awesome yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got we got to wear red uh, the month of June, especially on June 16th when we go out there to Dodger Stadium. We got to wear something red because right. the Sacred Heart of Jesus month. It's not Pride Month. We don't recognize that. Terry got a little problem here. The U.S. Embassy. Yeah. You think? They're, they're flaunting a, a a progress. Okay, so Jesse, I noticed you're wearing red. Unfortunately, I'm doing this from my home, so I don't, you don't see me. But folks, we really are going to do our best to make reparation this whole month for the sacrileges that are going on inside and outside the church. So we need to continue to pray and act and do these things. But this U.S. Embassy to the Holy See, it seems to me that we need to uh, re let the world know what we really believe. And when we're silent and we don't tell them, hey, this is offending us, it's almost like we're just going along with the program. Right. And yeah. that's the point. Oh, Jesse, you're back. Okay, go ahead, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, the U.S. Embassy at the Vatican, headed by pro-abortion and pro-LGBTQI plus ambassador Joseph Donnelly, a fake yeah. Catholic, he displayed images of the offensive flag on its Twitter and Facebook platforms on Thursday, trumpeting its support for hashtag Pride Month, hashtag human rights, and hashtag inclusion. <laughs> so during the month of June, the United States celebrates Pride Month because of Barack Obama and Joe Biden. They force it down our throat by, by uh, you know, by uh, getting their buddies at the Supreme Court to, to make to legislate it. And so now the U.S. Embassy at the Holy See in the Vatican, it stands. Here's what uh, <clears throat> uh, he posted, J Joseph Donnelly, the ambassador. He says, the U.S. Embassy to the Holy See Vatican stands with the LGBTQ community against discrimination <clears throat> and other forms of persecution because of who they are and whom they love. He said, you clearly have no respect for the Holy See. Or somebody responded to him, a good Catholic pro-lifer and academic, Dr. Colin Hart, uh, tweeted back to him, you clearly have no respect for the Holy See. Are you flying the rainbow flag in Muslim countries? You know, question. <laughs> Great question. Yeah. And, and somebody else shot back as well on Facebook. Lisa Leopold said, I dare you pull this stunt in a Middle Eastern country or in Pakistan. She said, the USA doesn't need to be promoting their colonization around the world. If you can't respect Catholics, you shouldn't be there. Uh, Idaho State Representative Heather Scott retweeted the embassy's post and said this, This is pure blasphemy. I wonder if they'll do the same in Saudi Arabia. We all know the answer to that. Yeah, you know. So the U.S. Embassy to Italy, located in a building adjacent to the, to the embassy to the Vatican, is also flying... The pro, it's called the Progress Pride Flag, despite the fact that Italy's prime minister is conservative and practicing Catholic, Georgia Maloney. She criticized this LGBTQ so-called Pride Month, and the leader's support for the and this leader, Georgia Maloney, supports traditional family and traditional family values. Also, the Catholic League for Religious and Civil Rights slammed. Donnelly, this ambassador, appointed by guess who? President Joe Biden. No surprise. He appointed him in October 2021, and and uh, and Bill Donahue from the Catholic League 
described the new ambassador as a rogue Catholic, who actually flipped, get this, he flipped from being pro-life to pro-abortion. And, uh, and, and Bill Donahue asked him on social media, are you flying the rainbow flag in Muslim countries? So here's what we know about Donnelly, Joseph Donnelly, this fake Catholic. He served as a congressman from Indiana from 2007 to 2013. Guess what? He was pro-life back then. But when he became a U.S. senator in 2013 to 2019, he pivoted and joined the pro-abortion camp, uh, according to the Catholic League. Terry, you know what C.S. Lewis called men like him? Tell us. Called them... He, he called cowards like this, he called them men without a chest. Men <laughs> without a chest. And when you look, I wouldn't even look at this guy's, you know, culture of death track record. But this fake Catholic, Joseph Donnelly, he has quite a long track record of supporting all the culture of death pieces of legislation ever since he joined the Democrat Party, Terry. That's true, Jesse. And, and, you know, call him as you see him. And this is what's, you know, Jesse, I go back a couple years ago when Biden was elected, so-called our president, and look at the effects that he's had on this country, not just, you know, material. Okay, yeah, where inflation's out of control. It's terrible. But more importantly, the morals in his administration, I mean, he's put people in which we would never even think would be possible. So he's been what I call a disaster for this country. Terry, under this president, yeah. the Catholic Church has been more persecuted than, than, under, than under any other president in recorded okay. history. Terry, under this president, mm-hmm. there's been 316 attacks on Catholic church, churches. Oh. Under this president, we got his ambassador to the Vatican flying the price like, and you know, Terry, he's doing it with, with Biden's permission. And, and, and probably Biden's authorization. Now, I'm looking at a picture here in this article. You got a picture of Joe Biden with Joe Donnelly at an election rally in 2018. You know, Terry, I'll tell you, politicians like these two guys, these two guys that are baptized Catholics, yeah. politicians that have no core principles that are rooted in the gospel of Jesus Christ, they make me sick and nauseous, I'm telling you, because there's nothing worse than a man who stands for nothing. Yeah. Because a man who stands for nothing, it means he will fall for anything, like the Bible says in Ephesians 4.14, like a child tossed to and fro and carried away with every wind of doctrine by the wickedness of men. This describes Joe Biden. This yeah. describes Joe, Joe uh, Don, Donnelly. And uh, here's what Biden said about him, Terry. Here's yeah. what President Biden. He, here's what he said about his buddy Joe Donnelly. Fellow yeah. board, fake Catholic. He said this. Joe has been an exemplary public servant in Congress. Huh. Oh, no, no, excuse me. John, Father Jenkins from Holy Cross College said, he said this. Joe has been an exemplary public servant in Congress, an invaluable friend of Notre Dame and of me personally. And he's an ideal choice to pre- represent the United States at the Vatican. This is from Father John Jenkins yeah. uh, from yeah, Notre, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's done. Yeah, he said this in a statement after the White House announced Donnelly's appointment as her ambassador to the Holy See. So, notice, Terry, Biden, who has performed two same-sex marriages that I know that I know because they're on the Internet, he's appointed a Democrat as ambassador to the Holy See, 
who's bringing in the culture of death into the Vatican, and the Vatican seems to be silent, Terry. Yeah, that's right, Jesse. Hey, your brother Jesse just joined us. I know we've got a few minutes left before the break. Uh, Jesse, uh, Johnny Romero, welcome to the Terry and Jesse show, brother. Uh, are you guys, can you hear me or not? We can hear you just fine, brother. Okay, great. Awesome. Great Johnny, show. Let so me Johnny, something we... inspirational before we, we yeah, say it, brother. questions. Yeah. This past Sunday, my pastor at the homily, he, uh, <coughs> he, uh, he put out a rainbow poster. <coughs> he held it up. And we're all looking at it, like, what's he doing with a rainbow poster at Mass? <coughs> He's ex-military, retired military. Then he told us some. Um, tell you, pick it up. I got I to gotta get a drink of water. Yeah. Hey, Jesse, let me tell you why you're getting the water. I got an inspirational thing this morning at Mass, a deacon, and his homily said, how many of you people know what's going on at Dodger Stadium on the, on the 16th of June? And he says, well, let me tell you what's going on, and this needs to be reparation and prayer rally. We have to be down there by the thousands. We've got pro I was wondering how he heard all of this, but uh, the bottom line is, yeah, the parishes are supporting us. I understand Archbishop Gomez doesn't want it to be a, a, a diocesan event, which is fine. We're lay people. You know, we can do it. But the point of it is many parishes are supporting this outreach of prayer and reparation. So I'm very happy about that. Just now, tell us your story. Are you okay now? Yeah, I'm okay now. Okay, hit it. So this my pastor at Holy Mass, he had a rainbow poster during the homily. He put it right in yeah. front of the, the ambo, and he told us, he told us all the immoral things that this rainbow flag now stands for because it's been, it's been taken away from Noah's covenant, and it's been hijacked by the left. Yep. We're looking, and then he crumpled it into a ball, and he spiked it on the floor like a football. <laughs> it's funny. You know, we don't clap at Mass, I mean, but yeah. the congregation organically began clapping because we've never seen such a clear message from a Catholic pulpit in our lives yeah. of a priest showing passion and getting the price, like crumpling it into a ball and throwing it on the floor like a football. Everyone there was totally inspired to speak the truth in the public square about marriage according to God's plan and design when we walked out of Mass awesome. and brought there in front of the church. And I guess, you know, I, I wish that every Catholic could see what my wife and I witnessed this Sunday at the, at the homily. It was a call to arms for the pulpit. Uh, then the Catholic priest said, I don't want to get him in trouble, then he said, to all of us, don't lose your zeal, Catholics. And he looked right at my eyeballs. He looked right at me. Said, <laughs> don't lose your zeal, Catholics. You know, this reminds me of Archbishop Fulton Sheen and the servant of God, Father John Harden. They would exhort the lady. Uh, they would call us to be zealous lay Catholics. So I just wanted to share this. Uh, That's we'll awesome. To the next topic, which is very, very important. Hey, Jesse, before, uh, Johnny, before we have a break in another minute, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit to begin with a teaser, what you're going to tell us about that's going to happen at Dodger Stadium on the 16th and kind of the genesis of how it took place. Yeah, well, uh, Jess, my brother and myself were with my older brother and we're witnessing a first communion with our niece and we all got together that weekend and we have, you know, some local friends, uh, people in our parish, uh, Jess knows, you know, the, the five people. Sure. Um uh, I'll mention some first names, you know, <laughs> Laura, David, yeah, sure. Adriana, Jeff, and myself. Yeah. Just first names, right? Yeah. And uh, we were talking, and we kept texting, we have to do something, we have to do something. And I, I really got a lot of help and encouragement 
from a very good Catholic, um, uh, former former um, law enforcement, Steve, from uh, Church Militant Resistance. He really mm-hmm. coached me. If it wasn't for his coaching and, the, of course, the, the, the inspiration from you, Terry, I look at you like an older brother and my actual older brother, Jesse, and these other good, good people that I mentioned, um, I was inspired to do something, and I started making phone calls, and the doors started to open. Wow. Johnny, hold on. That's a good teaser for a break. You're going to tell the rest of that story. We all want to hear it. We all want to participate in the salvific work of Jesus Christ by our suffering and by our prayers. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse show. We've got Jesse's brother, Johnny Romero, talking about God's protest prayer. We'll be there. Stay with us. We're back to Terry and Jesse's show. Hello, my brother, Johnny Ramirez. We're going to be doing a men's conference uh, uh, on next Saturday. Uh, it's going to be June 17th. Me and Johnny, are we, are we, are we going to do some pop, power preaching with Devil Destroying Theology? And Dan Schneider is going to be there as well. Dr. Dan Schneider from Liber Cristo, Father Ripperger's exorcism team. He's going to be there also. So it's going to be an incredible day. Johnny, so how did this fall on your lap and, and you just took the bull by the horn? <laughs> Continue with the story. Sure. All the people I mentioned, and I'm only mentioning first names because I know the enemy's listening, and I I don't want to put a target on anybody's back, even though we already have one. You know, you and I, and just like both of you taught me and other people, I start and end everything with prayer in the morning, in the midday, and the evening. That's the key to the strength. That's the key to everything. And when you pray you become uh, stronger in your will, you become closer to God, and you yes. become indestructible, you become fearless. And it's not because we're not, a, we're, a hu- we're, a, we're not afraid, I'm afraid as a human of many things, but when God is protecting me, I feel fearless, and I am fearless because the Bible says, do not fear those who can take the body, only fear the one that, which, which, who is God who can take body and soul. And this is why when you look at the big picture, it gives you courage. It's a really supernatural assistance is what it is. And, and that's what yep. I rely on. And it, everything has to begin and end with prayer. All of the people, Amen. Jess, I started talking to you, uh, Terry Barber. I talked, like I said, to uh, David, Adriana, Laura, uh, Steve, our con- my contact from, from, uh, that really helped me out. And everybody was encouraging me. And I started to make phone calls. And I started to reach out. And how do I do this? And they all started to help me. You know, Laura gave me this paperwork and Steve gave me this number and David gave me this number and Adriana gave me this number and you gave me this number. And I started bringing it all together and I was making calls and making connections and everybody was excited. And little by little, you know, we got um, a big, a big uh, meeting uh, Wednesday. 17 people were there. I'm not going to tell you all the people. I'm not dumb to tell people first and last names so that enemies hearing us. So there were 17 very key people there, and I got a flat tire. I took the day off of work. I got a flat tire going down to downtown Los Angeles, and uh, it, was, it, it was in Skid Row in the area, and I got there late. Everybody was waiting for me, and thank God I looked in the room, and there were some allies there. I already saw some allies, and, and I was told that people were giving me a, a, a commercial 
and said that I was a, a, an on, upstanding, honorable guy. So I really appreciate that. And um, it really went well. And it's open doors. Uh, even the local officials are saying, I don't know how you manage this. This is truly miraculous. Um, and I don't want to give all the details of what's going to go down, but you need to be there. We're going to give you uh, sometime by the end of the day, more details on where we're going to locate, where we're going to converge, and what's going to be part of the, 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 um, the whole program. But the whole motivation for this is just, again, I saw these, this group. It's a vile hate group. I'm, yep. I was shocked. I'm still shocked that these people, they call themselves the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I don't know if they're just trans transvestites. I don't know if they're transsexual. I don't know if they're homosexual. It's none of my business. But what they do in public is outrageous. They have yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they have Jesus Christ. And they have some, an actor playing Jesus. They have an actor playing Jesus. And um, they have another man. It looks like, you know, homosexual erotic movements doing a pole dance on Jesus of Nazareth, our Lord and Savior. I was shocked. And I'm looking around at everybody. Why isn't everybody um, screaming bloody murder? This is, you know, we go through training when we get right. hired somewhere. Yeah. They go through the, you know, you, you, you can't discriminate. You can't discriminate. There's a hypocrisy. How come the Amen. whole world, you don't, you don't have to be. You do not have to be a Christian to, to, to be on our side. This is a hypocrisy with a capital H that the Dodgers or any organization would give um, give airtime or give a pat on the back or give an honor a group that exists to hate. They do foxy, um, foxy Mary, uh, 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 you know, uh, contest, and they'll yeah. do a hunky Jesus contest. It's so vile that even people that are not Christian would say, "Wow, this is over the top. How can they? How can you get away with this kind of hate speech?" I thought we were supposed to be inclusive, diverse. They should be. This group should be should be punished and sent to to inclusion and diversity training. They need to go through tolerance classes. That's what they need to do. They should be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to yell. They should no, be no. arrested for. But, but Johnny, let me jump in. This is selective discrimination. You get it? If you're Catholic, it's okay to discriminate against Catholics. But it's other organizations, good. no, we can't do that. So you're spot on. Keep going, brother. I love it. I, you know, I, and yeah, my Johnny, wife, I want to really thank you, brother, because you, you took the bull by the horns. Yeah, you called me. I called Terry. I get that. But I'm going to tell you, bro, it was your zeal. You know what somebody called you? Somebody described you? Uh, Paul Clay, I told him about everything. He goes, I heard about your brother Johnny's doing. He goes, your brother Johnny is Phineas. But you know what Phineas did? He, no, is that good or bad? Deal. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, you know, Phineas killed in the Old Testament Moses' grandson. Moses' grandson was a priest, an Old Testament priest that was having sex, defiling the temple, having sex with prostitutes. And Phineas saw that, and he took a spear, and he, and he pinned him on the wall. He killed him. And you know what the New Testament says? Uh, it says about Phineas, it said Phineas was just justified to Kaiasune 
because of his zeal and love for God. So Paul Clay goes, your brother Johnny is the fittiest of Southern California. I yeah. said, well, no, and he's going to yeah. slay – Johnny likes to slay error, and he's going to slay demons with prayer, and he's going he's gonna to project his prayers like, like arrows in the sky. I can tell you that. Guys, and everybody – and so this group is so vile – I, I told everybody in the meeting, I said, you don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be a Catholic Christian or a non-Catholic Christian or even a Jew or a Muslim. If you have common sense, you should be on my side. Otherwise, there is no hope in our society no more. None. There's no hope. And I told all these Catholics, I have a few Catholics that push back. Oh, it's just, you know, why are you doing this? They're just people with their pain and you need to love them and this and that. I said, look, I'm going to explain to you in a minute what these vile people do. And it's hatred and big. This is the definition of bigotry. When you look it up in the dictionary, these men are there. That's, that's the picture should be right there. And when I have Catholics, uh, weak Catholics, they're saying, no, 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 you're wrong. I want to do this. Just, just worry about your own home. Just worry about your family. Guess what? I, 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 my wife reminds me every day, I, I, your first vocation is husband and father. And I'm reminded every day by my wife. I love her to death. Bless you. Um, and but you know what I tell my people that say that you know what you can do both you, of course you have to you have to take care of your family of course that's the number one vocation but guess what you have to go you also at some point have to go out into the public square and and make take a stand so we have lost the society and this culture incrementally inch by inch because they push back 12 inches, and then we push back one inch. And then they push back another 12, and we push back another inch. It's time to take a stand. We're losing. And I tell people in the church, if you can't stand behind me, get out of my church. This, get out of Jesus' church. You're wasting your time. If you're that, that weak, and you cannot stand behind me against the hate group, slapping Jesus of Nazareth, our Lord and Savior in the face, you're useless. Get Amen. out of the church yeah. and yeah. don't come back. Yeah. And I said, I tell people, um, what it, you know, when there's bad people like that, pray for everybody. We pray for our enemies. We pray for the people that I just told to leave the church. We pray for everybody. And we, we remember when we get, dis we, we get sad and we, get, um, we fall into despair because we see our church being attacked from within, infiltration. I always tell, remind people, you don't abandon Jesus because of Judas. Never Amen. abandon Amen. Jesus because of Judas. We all, always have to remember that. And we're the ones, we're the church militants. Our priests, um, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the generals and they're the captains. But yep. we're the sergeants. Um, we're the privates, the corporals and the sergeants. It's our job to sanctify the temporal order. This is our yep. mandate. We're the church militant. We have the church triumphant in heaven praying for us and we need to tap into that power and we have of course the church suffering that is the people on their way to heaven and you know what thank god we've connected with a lot of non-catholic brothers and sisters those separated brothers have a lot of zeal and i'm thanks locking to, arms thanks with to you them. johnny thanks to yeah, you exactly we, you got them and, fired up and I, you made that connection yep yeah and i told them i told them look we agree on 85 percent about of our theology this is about what we agree on this weekend, that day, it's about what we agree on. We're not going to discuss the 15% that we disagree on. We're going to focus on the 85% that we agree on. You are brothers in Christ, separated brothers in Christ, but you are brothers in Christ, and we're Catholic Christians, and you're non-Catholic Christians, 
and we're 100% on the same team that day, there's no talking about the 15% differences that day. We don't do that that day. We unite on the 85% and we unite with anybody with a, with a brain and common sense against hate and we're gonna make our voice heard. And I hope it hurts people financially, but I hope their hearts are changed because we all believe in the power of prayer. And we're going to sanctify that area. We're gonna, uh, we are going to put a hedge of protection with a perimeter yeah. prayer we, yeah. around that area. We're gonna reclaim uh, that ground back to our side. This city was named after the mother of God. Nuestra Señora Reina de Los Angeles. So that's what our yes. plan Amen. is. And I don't want to give the details just right now. Let's get yeah, it after our meeting. No, no, that's okay. No. And we can do another program. Yeah, after our meeting. Yeah, I, I get it. The enemy to try to afford it. That's right. Yeah, okay. You're listening to the Terry Jesse show. I got my brother Johnny. We're talking about uh, the prayer rally. And uh, we just want to inspire you to go out and join us. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Before Johnny continues... The Terry and Jesse Show. Yeah, hey, let me just mention something, guys, that I think a lot of our listeners are interested in. Dan Schneider is going to be with us at the men's conference. It's not on the flyer, Jesse, but uh, you asked him to come. And because he's going to be doing some filming here at the Sacred Heart Chapel, and he be he'll be giving a talk Wednesday night at 7 p.m. to the men's group. Can you just share a little bit about why people should come and hear that talk on on uh, on spiritual warfare, please? Dan, Dan Schneider is he's one of the two best guys on planet Earth on spiritual warfare. He's on he's on Father Ripperger's exorcism team. Um, him and Kyle Clement, I have them on Wednesdays. They 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 trade off, and uh, uh, Dan Schneider is also he's he's a PhD. He he's a he's a professor, an adjunct professor at University of Steubenville, and he just came out with a book that's coming out next month. It's going to be called uh, his book is called uh, Liber Cristo Field Training Manual. It's going to be a book with with twelve short chapters that basically it's Father Ripperger's theology on how to liberate people from the diabolical in 12 steps for your family. So in other words, it's self-liberation for people because let's just be honest, there's not enough priests that, there's not enough exorcists and not even enough priests that do deliverance, deliverance prayers. And so this teaches the father of a house, the wife of the house, how they can, again, you know, help somebody within their family become liberated from the diabolical it's like it's like a P90X course for those athletes. It's like a it's like the Exodus 90 for Catholic men. It's 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 a rigorous uh, monastic prayer life that you have to enter in for 60 to 98 90 days. And Father Ripperger says that 85 to 90 percent of cases that he gets, even of possession, they liberate when they go through that program. Dan Schneider took Father Ripperger's book, Dominion which is 585 pages, which very few people will read, six funds. And, and uh, Dan Schneider redacted it and made it user-friendly for late Catholics. So I'm telling you, this is going to be one of the, the, the hottest 
books, and it should be, because it's going to teach every Catholic family how to protect themselves from the diabolical and how to help family members that are wrestling with the diabolical, even the psychological. And I might add it's free to come. There's no charge. And then on Saturday, Johnny and Jesse will be there at the Sacred Heart Chapel for the men's conference. And there's still room for you to register by going to vmpr.org. Johnny, getting back to the Dodger Stadium prayer vigil. Let's continue. Johnny, the issue of reparation and expiation, the prayers that we're going to be praying there, we are going to affect the land there. Can you talk a little bit about oh, yeah. the, the effectiveness of our prayers at Dodger Stadium? Look, I, I have seen firsthand, Terry Barber has seen firsthand, Jesse Romero has seen firsthand the power of, of uh, prayer, you know, oh, yeah. along with all of the spiritual warfare. Yeah. Uh, there we've seen we've seen a lot of uh, diabolical activity ourselves personally i've seen some myself personally and maybe uh, i know jess has seen more than i have and, and oh, yeah. probably also but i've seen way more than i need to know that this <laughs> exists. I, I mean you know i'm not yeah. looking for fights with them i know they're the enemy i know they exist and when i put the 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 um, the armor of God around me by living a sacramental life and doing my prayers every day, I feel emboldened. I can feel the, the power of the Holy Spirit in me. I feel emboldened, and I become fearless, even, even in, the, in the face of the diabolical. Not that I'm looking for fights, but we need, to, we need to claim back that ground that is dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary, Los Angeles, Our Lady, yes. Queen of the Angels. Yes. That city is is ours. It was it was our our land, and it has been taken from us because of the sins and because of the blasphemies against our Lord. And we're gonna have a lot of people that are in a state of grace, including a successor to the apostles, Bishop uh, Bishop Strickland, and mm -hmm. we're gonna. It, it's gonna be like if you were to put this. I'm a Marine, so I'll put this in military terms. It's going to be like us sending uh, uh, missiles and the highest level weapons against the enemy. They're going to flee, okay, spiritually speaking, because these prayers are powerful. Yes. James yeah. chapter 5 says yeah. the prayers of a holy and righteous person have great power in their effect. Yes. And uh, a bishop of the Catholic Church in a state of grace, a holy man, we call him you know, oh. uh, America's, America's bishop, very powerful, <laughs> extremely yeah. powerful. We're all going to be prayed up. We're going to go to confession. We're going to receive the most holy Eucharist. And we have a lot of people that are our daily communicants. There's tremendous power there, a tremendous power. So yeah. we have the power of the infinite God on our side. And those prayers are going to make a difference, not only to those people going into Dodger Stadium, but even to the people that want to stop us. We're going to pray for them. We are Amen. called as Catholic Christians. We're not like Muslims. We're not called to cut the heads off of our, of our enemies. We, are, we hold to a higher standard. At the, the standard of Jesus Christ, the God-man, he says, pray for your enemies. And I say to Jesus, yes, Lord, I will. Even though the spirit of Johnny wants to open a can of, you know what, a can of holy water on my enemies, I don't do that because Jesus 
gives me the grace to discipline myself. We are disciplined men of God, and we are not pushovers. Many of us are absolutely masculine and and are in law enforcement are and are on in the military so you know <laughs> we're absolutely masculine men but we show we show discipline because we are representing Jesus Christ and he fills us with his grace and he mm. changes us and he can change the world Amen. he is god and we have to believe and i have people at work telling me you're crazy you're not <laughs> going to make a dent to anyone you are nuts, Romero. You're absolutely crazy. And I said, yeah, you're right. That's well, what, you know what? How big was Goliath, I told him. Goliath, yeah, yeah 480 pounds. Um, you know, and David's probably about 120, 130 pounds. I said, yeah, you're right. I'm David, and that's Goliath. But guess what? I got God on my side. Yeah. So I'm, I can't lose if you if, – if God is with you, who can be against you, says the scripture. Amen. Guess what? We're going to be yeah. praying. Do you think the sisters of perpetual indulgence, the fake nuns, are going to be praying? No. They have no power. None. We're going to be praying. That's the difference. That's the great, that's the great factor that nobody's factoring in. They get, I'm crazy. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm crazy. You're crazy not to join me. That's what you, you're crazy enough to join me. And I, I just tell people at work, they think I'm nuts. I work in, in construction. And I just tell them, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Okay? Make it clear. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not at all. Okay, well, that's enough. You know, stop preaching to us, John. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. I'll stop preaching hey, jo- to you. Johnny, you know tell, where I stand. Tell us you know a little what? I bit. like you guys and I... Yeah. And I and I joke around. I have a sense of humor. I can take jokes yeah. and all that good stuff too. But I but people know where I stand. I make it very very clear. Johnny, tell uh, us yeah, about. Guys, the, you're on. I'm, I'm, I believe that this is going to be the best collaboration between Catholics and Protestants I've ever seen. If we yeah. pull this off, and tell and us, you, you're going to be on 870 tomorrow. Aren't you going to be on 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 uh, Salem Radio tomorrow at Saturday? I am. I'm going to be on. On Salem Radio tomorrow, I'll, I'll be going into the studio um, of Salem Radio, and that that is where uh, fifty thousand watts does his show. Yeah, huge. Oh, oh, yeah, and I got invited by them, and and they're they're very good people. I have a lot of non-Catholic Christian friends. I always tell you, just when you know when I, we're fighting the spiritual warfare battle, many times I would have I I know about ten guys on the non-Catholic Christian side. That I would rather have next to me praying than a lot of the, the, the a lot of the low information <laughs> we Catholics that sometimes we run into in our parish. But I've, I've got we Catholics that are sending me emails saying, "Why are you doing this? You're offending us. Don't talk to me. Don't send me a flyer." It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Don't forget, I'm, Johnny. I'm we've we've got the cloisters praying for us all around the country, and that's very yeah. powerful. Just the very fact that all these nuns, the Tehachapi nuns, the Norbertine sisters are on their knees before the blessed sacrament, praying for the success of this prayer vigil. So we've got the prayer support, that's for sure. Yeah, and I want to mention something else too. You know, when, when if my daughter were, were come up to me and say, you know, uh, dad, I, I've got a weight problem, you know, I, I'm anorexic and this and that, and I see my daughter and she's, she's proportionally well, she's not overweight at all, and she starts to say, I, I, I have to lose weight, I have this, I, I'm not going to, 
get my daughter and put her on this starving diet and get her ill to the point where she becomes sick and has to be hospitalized? A good father says, no, mija, uh, you're not overweight. Let's pray. Let's, uh, let's get you get some education. Let's get you a psychiatrist. That's what a good father does. Right now, we're having many of our children that are coming out and saying, Dad, I don't know if I'm a girl or a guy. I'm attracted to this and that. And we have a bunch of men that have no formation. And I'm not going to mention names, but even in, in large corporations, we all know people that have, you know, young adults that are struggling with this. This is diabolical. And these people have no formation yeah. to take yeah. them to the right area instead. They fall for the bad idea of, I have to support my, my son or daughter no matter what, no matter if they're 15 years old or, or 10 years old and they want to get reassignment surgery and they want to start chopping off body parts. I need to be, you know, I need to support them. No, you need, the problem is in their head. It's not in their body. It's in their head and in their soul. And parents yeah. that don't know any better are doing the wrong thing. And yeah. that, that's tragic. That's a problem. This is the problem with our whole society, that we need to have formation. Our, our men, yes. well, you're a father. You better be in the Word and studying. Yes. You know, St. Thomas Aquinas, he, he once said, the definition of truth is conforming yourself to reality. The definition <laughs> of truth is conforming yourself to reality. And what's reality? Jesus Christ and His Word. Terry, take it away. All right, Johnny, thank you so much, and we'll look forward to next week talking more about this. Jesse, what state should we be living in, brother? State of sanctifying grace, be a prayer warrior. Don't live in a state of mortal sin. Be holy or die trying. Flee this, this corrupt generation, as the first pope tells us. And uh, pray your rosary every day. Unite your prayers to the heels of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Terry. Amen. And don't forget Our Lady of Fatima, more importantly, said today for us in these prayerful times. Souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. Come to Dodger Stadium, make that prayer and sacrifice for the salvation of souls, especially our enemies. Pray for their conversion. What a great way to, to end the show. And don't forget, we can unite our suffering with the sufferings of Christ to help redeem the world. God bless all of you. Up next, the Bible with the Barbers.